1: Welcome everyone to another episode of The State of Love and Trust. It's a Pearl Gem podcast, and I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carabesi. And alongside me, as always, is Paul Gillieri. Paul, we uh we start this episode, I I don't want to say with a heavy heart, but it's uh it's a very, very, very frustrating and embarrassing time in this country. Yeah, for those
2: who are unaware, likely because you don't live in the United States of America. Uh, our Supreme Court overturned uh, what had been established precedent for uh, almost 50, 50 plus years, it feels like. 49. Almost 50 years, 49, thank you. With Roe versus uh, Wade, that uh, a woman's right to choose could be something that was unchallenged, and uh, that is no longer the case. Now it is reverted back to states' rights. And uh, states have the ability, the autonomy now to, to outlaw a woman's right to choose. So uh, abortion will, will now be illegal in a good number of states that had uh, trigger clauses with these, these laws that went into effect on almost immediately in some cases. And it, it's, it's uh, look, I mean, you know, we, we, we try not to push any political agendas on the show, We have listeners from, I think, you know, across the spectrum of the political spectrum. And we have listeners abroad that quite frankly have very different breed of politics than the ones that a lot of Americans do. And, and I want to respect everyone's position. And I think we try really hard, uh, to do that. At least I do. (laughs) I love you, man. Paul's Um, laughing
1: at me because I'm smiling.
2: The thing is though, is that, um, I have two kids. You have two kids. I have a daughter. And the thought that something um, unimaginable could happen to her one day and that she would be forced to carry the term. And, you know, <laughs> it, look, here, here's the thing. if If you are pro-life, you're pro-life. If you are pro-choice, you're pro-choice. I think. Part of the the issue here, and it is an important piece to this puzzle, is that if we're going to um, force a woman to have to carry to term, you should be providing universal health care. You should be providing adequate maternity leave. There should be a government-sponsored child care option. I mean, this idea that it's all on the woman. I think uh, it's, (laughs) I don't know. It just seems to be a lot of uh, a a lack of accountability across the board in an effort to uh, draw a line on moral grounds without really wanting to, let's
1: be clear. Then the, the, it
2: seems more about control than morality. There you go.
1: There you go. go. Uh, We, we put out a couple of posts on, on Friday on our Instagram, um, they didn't mince words, and yeah, it's it comes down to, and I, by the way, I assure you guys, we are gonna, this is gonna actually steer into music. I assure you. Um, yeah, it, it comes down to essentially what some people view as the way to live, based on the way that they believe in something. Some guys, thousands of years ago, they wrote a book that book apparently is infallible and therefore the the way that you can interpret that translated upon translated upon translated book that men wrote, by the way, um, is justification for this kind of ruling, this kind of law, this kind of policy. And it's always guised in state's rights and in the sanctity of life and all of that. If you believe that God help you. If you don't, then you understand where we're coming from and you could, you could go to the George Carlin route and say, okay, well, you care about this, this quote unquote life. And I'm putting, I'm, I'm saying quote unquote for a reason, um, up until they're born and to your point, then it's kind of like, all right, figure it out. Yeah. Well then what the fuck you made me keep this and uh, Okay. <laughs>
2: Listen, we well, can go on for we, we, we really three hours and we're this. not going to. we are not going to, but, but the reason why we're
1: bringing it up because it was it's an important topical thing, obviously, the band is very very, very uh adamant about um in a, oh, the entire may tour uh Eddie was speaking up about it um yeah. since that justice Toledo um opinion leaked months ago. I'm sure he's been saying stuff the past few nights in in europe um.
2: Yes, I, if you go to Pearl Jam's Twitter, you'll, you'll see Eddie kind of speaking out on it. Yeah. Um, wh- one thing I will say, though, the band prides itself on activism. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, for those of you who are listening that might feel a sense of despair or frustration here, you really have to turn this into civic action. It's what the band has always advocated and stood for. Uh, wh- win or lose, you know, Ticketmaster, great example of losing. <laughs> but it didn't stop them from taking a stance and trying to put into civic action beliefs. The reality is that the other side that you feel is responsible for this, that side seems to really really thrive on inaction and cynicism from this side. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, you can be angry, you can protest, all that stuff is is fine. But the reality is that if you don't channel that into voting and civic action, it's just it, it, the inaction is, is part of how we keep finding ourselves in this situation. So I, I encourage anybody who's listening, who is isn't American or, or even who isn't and, and wants to maybe donate to certain organizations, which we'll plug later on in the show that uh, can kind of assist with some, some folks here in this situation. It's really important that you take civic action and uh, yeah, the senators that are clutching their pearls right now i'm gonna call two of them out mansion and collins <laughs> yes seriously <laughs> the, 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 the for it's a i don't know to, to pretend to be swindled by uh, some of these justices is, is just ridiculous i mean it, if the writing wasn't on the walls from the very get-go i don't know what they were thinking but the reality is it'd be interesting to see these these state democrats or senate democrats pardon me um kind of look at the possibility of a reproductive rights exemption to the filibuster and maybe think about enacting, I don't know, like national abortion rights or something like that. Um, that's if you hold that position and you feel like something can be done. Well, let's let's see action. You know, call on your senators and say, hey, what's the recourse? What, we we demand action starting next week.
1: And it just um, this just goes to show, guys, that, you know, as much as this country is very polarized and we have these these purity tests on both sides. And this person isn't liberal enough. This person isn't conservative enough. And these primaries make things psychotic, it seems. And the reasonable people tend not to float to the top. Um, Think about the end game because a lot of these Republicans do. And they say, Hey, as long as we can win, we can install all these people who are actually going to make your life a living hell because they're going to be able to make these laws a thing or get rid of them. And
2: that's the reality. You can have a party that represents a minority percentage wise of viewpoints. And that party can still make sure that laws are enacted that ultimately impact the entire country that, that don't necessarily reflect the views of the majority of the country. And
1: two thirds of the Supreme court were installed by two presidents who both lost the general election, population-wise, popular yeah. vote. It's crazy. Think about that. I know. That, it's, that's it's, the system we have in America, where more people voted against two presidents than didn't. And I get it, Republic, the whole thing. I understand that. I'm not an idiot. But just numbers-wise, more people don't want these six people who made the decision in than didn't. And that's yeah. where we live. Uh, there was a song that came out the, the day before, actually uh, in, I guess in preemptive response to this, it, the music was written by stone. The lyrics were written by Ani DeFranco. The song is called disorders. What are your thoughts?
2: It had a Tory Amos feel to it. At least the, the, the vocal delivery. I thought yes. it was, uh, eclectic. I thought it was interesting. Um, definitely recommend checking it out. If you haven't heard it yet, uh, I I think that it's an interesting track in the sense that we're continuing to see some of the soundscapes that we hear in in a track like buckle up and some of the painted shields, shield Shield stuff. It's really starting to to, to color and accent and define a lot of the music that we get from stone at this point in time. Um, I don't want to say it's predictable, but it, it, and if I am saying that I mean it in a good way that you, you can see the direction that his sound is moving and, I'm very intrigued how that's going to impact the next Pearl Jam record.
1: The, the music um, I thought was actually more reminiscent of something we've heard from him, from Brad, to be honest with you. Yeah. I got a lot of those kind of vibes going on. Um, how it kind of builds. You get the kind of the rocked out guitar, the distorted guitar towards the mm-hmm. end. More of the melodic, clean stuff um about the first two thirds of it um it it felt reminiscent. it felt like i've I've heard this kind of music before, and again, not in a bad way, but I've heard this from Stone before, but at the same time, it felt new if that makes any sense at all so i th- I think musically speaking i I really enjoyed it. I did find the lyrics very good. I'm not a huge Ani defranco fan from from a vocal delivery point of view, mm-hmm. but I, I appreciated the the lyrical nature. Um, Can I take your order? Can I take how you ignored her? Can I even pique your interest? Buy me time to get dressed? I mean, these are pointed, pointed lyrics. They do not mince words at all. And and the refrain is, I don't give a fuck what you think. You know. Look at you. You don't know. I appreciate, and of course I do because I'm the person who likes directness, but like I appreciate (laughs) when there isn't code and that isn't to say that i don't appreciate good metaphor um because the song we're choosing today for our lyric week does have some really cool metaphors going on in it and i appreciate that but sometimes there are certain topics and the music is such that you you prefer a more di- direct uh, vocal delivery and lyric lyrical yeah. um meta. well
2: pearl jam does not have a song in the catalog per se that I can think of off the top of my head that is as clear about a, addressing this issue and stating a position. However, for for uh, those those of you who have any intention of, of joining our, our uh, Patreon, uh, one of the songs in the Pearl Jam catalog that does touch on this issue, uh, albeit somewhat indirectly, uh, is is a song that we will explore in one of our uh, live performance reviews. So
1: and I, I will say that um because there are two per month that we do of these mm-hmm. of this drop in the show series that we're doing for Patreon starting in a day or two, um both songs in some way are relevant to this situation. Um so kind of the the July uh drop in the show um choices are are in that world um with great intention. So yeah, I I think the song was uh necessary. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. Even if I'm not the biggest Anita Franco fan, I think what they put together was necessary and yeah. ultimately a quality track. Agreed. So um, let's move on to something that's a little bit more uh, light. <laughs> um, and this is an idea. This, this main course today is an idea that came from a listener who I've called out last week uh their their uh handle on Instagram is static attic and they just messaged us out of the blue with this this like little exercise they were doing where they were creating they were creating a song out of lyrics from many songs and so it was like this here's one line from from black and here's another line from sometimes and here's another line from uh half full and like it it, it just it was like stanzas like a like an actual song was written out but it was utilized across the spectrum and it it's the lines that were chosen to pair were really cool and it made a whole nother little story so i said do you mind if we kind of for lack of a better phrase rip this off he goes absolutely i go fantastic thank you very much um we're we are gonna put a little spin on it um we are gonna limit this to an album Yeah. So this way we can actually not just do one because first of all, that would be really, really hard. And static attic is probably smarter than we are because he knocked this thing out. No problem. Um, We're going to pair this onto the album. So we'll, we'll start with binaural today and we'll, over the course of the next, however many months, we will pick off the rest of the albums and and do this exercise. So there's not really any rules, Paul. It's kind of like, you know, a couple of verses, maybe a chorus and a bridge, or something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a you know, songs are not formulaic, or not supposed to be at least. So, whatever you want, that's kind of the the rule here. Um, I meant to write down which songs these came these lines came from, and I forgot. So, I apologize. But uh, most of these you guys probably tell. And so then we'll read through these lyrics, and then a person will go, and then we'll just talk about it. So, do you want to do yours first? Or you want me to go first?
2: Uh, I'm happy to go first here if you'd like.
1: Okay, go ahead. So, uh, uh, do, do, is there by the way, is there a title for this? Or, there's no title for this, right? Um, what, what would you call this? I would. S- that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Pretty, putting this by here.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna call it Closed Curtains. How about that?
1: Oh, okay. All uh,
2: right. On the fly, by the way, that was not on the fly.
1: By the yeah. way, I'm, now I'm thinking of mine as you go all right so give me give me your uh give me your song here
2: okay so verse one there's a girl on a ledge who's got nowhere to turn because all the love that she had was just wood that she burned now her life is on fire it's no one's concern uh, verse two behind her eyes there's curtains and they've been closed to hide the flames flames she knows their future is burning but she can smile just the same same uh, as a, a Chorus, I like this one here. It's two lines. Uh, this power has no roots to guide, no role. Trust me, rusted minds refuse to go. And then uh, I've got a little bridge here. And wherever you've gone, and wherever we might go, it don't seem fair. Today just disappeared. Your light's reflected now. Sorry, that's uh, the next verse. Apologies. I'll get to the bridge in a second. Uh, the final verse here is reflected from afar we were but stones your light made us stars with heavy breath awaken regrets and then uh, the bridge I have here is back pages and days alone they could have been spent so I kind of took that light years lyric and split it in half together but we were miles apart every inch between us becomes light years now And then as a closing, going to have two lines that just uh, close out the song. Of course, we'll repeat the same chorus here. This power has no roots to guide, no role. Trust me, rusted minds refuse to go. And then uh, I like uh, after a little Mike solo, (laughs) uh, we get uh, these two lines here. I know she's reached my heart in thin air. Yes, I know she's reached my heart in thin air.
1: So describe to me, what this story is meant to be. So I what made, I like you, what made you go idea. with these lines with these lines? Well,
2: I think what happened this week with the Supreme court played a role. I wanted to write a, uh, I wanted to take lyrics that tried to capture um, a female perspective t- typically in this case, one under duress, this idea of, of this girl who's got nowhere to turn. I, I, I look <laughs> far be it for me to even pretend to know or even be able to empathize with what it's like to be in the shoes of somebody who has or sadly will have to go through an experience like this moving forward. Uh, but but I imagine that there, there's a certain sense of helplessness here and this idea that all the love that she had was just wood that she burned. And now her life's on fire and it's mm-hmm. no one's concern. Um, it, and interesting
1: I th- twist on what that was originally meant to be. Right, exactly.
2: Yeah. and. Uh, you know the the closed curtains line, or as a title, I, I like this this extra verse here. Behind her her eyes, there's curtains, and they've been closed to hide the flames. That this idea that, that there's so much that is just being sheltered away, It happened, you know you have to bottle inside because you don't know where to, where to put it. And she knows their future is burning, but she can smile just the same. Um, and I, I I just think it's that you know you go through the stages of grief. Right. And at some point, there's a level of, of denial and frustration, but eventually you, you start moving towards acceptance. Um, or, or, or at the very least, you try to convince yourself that what's happening is going to be okay. Uh, what I liked about this chorus here this power has no roots to guide, no role. Trust me, rusted minds refuse to go. I, this archaic perspective, you know, a rusted mind mm-hmm. refusing to go. I feel like there's a, a certain level of um of of a point of view that that to me i think called like a rusted mind i thought was just a beautiful analogy and uh it's refusal to go you know what i mean it just continues to to keep finding a way to persist and to influence and to to preside over um this girl and uh then of course this line here, or this this stanza. Wherever you've gone, this is from light years. Wherever we might go, it don't seem fair. Today just disappeared. Your lights reflected now. So at this point in time, you know she's got nowhere to turn. That's how the song opens, and she's gone. She's gone somewhere, and it doesn't seem fair to to, to whomever it is that cares for her. It could be a parent. It could be a lover. It could be a friend, a sibling. I don't think that piece matters as much because it's not about this person; it's about the subject. Uh, Reflected from afar, we were but stones. Your light made us stars. With heavy breath, awaken regrets. And so I think that this I, this, this concept of ho- what life could have been, you know, I, I was speaking to somebody who had had an abortion and uh, many years ago. And she had said that if if she had not had the ability to do that, she would not have the family that she has today. And she would have been stuck in a a, a loveless marriage, and you know that child may or may not have been given the life that it deserved. Uh, and and yeah, that's the thing, right? We talk about pro life and and. There, there's there's the question of the rights to live, but there's also the question of the context, like, oh, what life are you bringing this child into? Are you bringing a child into a loving home? You know what I mean? Um, so I think there was, there was that element at play there too, this awakened regrets and the, and the heavy breath. Uh, back pages and days alone, they could have been spent together, but we were miles apart. Every inch between us becomes light years now. And so I think, again, it's like, a lot of times when a, when a woman makes this choice, it's because she foresees that the relationship she's in is not a forever relationship. Um, and I don't think it's fair to insinuate that a a woman was what makes a mistake for getting, I mean, sometimes it just happens, Mm. you know? Um, so I, I, this idea of being miles apart just kind of underscores the idea that these people aren't meant to be together. And, uh, and she feels like this, this event shouldn't dictate what happens next. Um, and then the song ends, you know, I know she's reached my heart in thin air. I know she's reached my heart in, in thin air. And so it's just the, the pining for what has been lost. Um, and that, that, that could be interpreted as the, as the speaker pining for the, the, the woman. It could be interpreted uh, a variety of different ways but i just like these lines kind of a little bit of vagueness too there's some Mm -hmm. ambiguity here in terms of perspective and in some ways it's a song you could interpret it as coming in from different angles and multiple perspectives but uh closed curtains i thought was a
1: apropos title i like that um it's very apropos and um you did a lovely job thank you sir looking forward to hearing yours uh, I don't know what I would call this. Um, I'm going to have you help me out with that at the end. Happy to. Cause I have, I have a few ideas, but I don't like any of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So here's the first verse. Okay. It's nothing as it seems. Oh, behind her eyes, there's curtains, but only love can break or fall. I was alone and far away. There's a cloud, but the water remains calm. We're all deserving something more. The chorus, it's in the cards of destiny. Fills his nights with the love of a girl. It's home. Next verse. Time to plant seeds of reconstruction. I want to taste everyone I see. It's instilled to want to live. Every inch between us becomes light years now. Yeah, why fight? Forget it. I'll see you on the other side. Back to the chorus. It's in the cards of destiny. Fills his nights with the love of a girl. It's home. Mikey Solo. Wow. <laughs> and we we end with feel like resonance of distance. Evacuation. Drifting away. Drifting away. Drifting away.
2: Ah. So uh, uh, you really you took a lot of pieces here.
1: I took like um, just individual lines. I know. Really which I I, 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 I
2: like how we took different approach. Here. I took segments of songs. Mm-hmm. You, you went the more the individual line approach. Uh, really impressed with the your output there,
1: friend. Thank you. Well Thank done. You. Yeah, it was. I, I started just putting together uh, phrases that, or I guess lines that that I liked together, and before I knew it, I had assembled um, this story that felt very familiar in some ways to younger Jason that I didn't subconsciously (laughs) clearly I was doing that. But this idea of like, you know, you're, you're with somebody, they, they can't take in your love because they're not ready for it. They have their own problems. And so you separate from them. Hence the, uh, the, 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 that first verse there. And then, you you know, I was alone and far away. So now you separate yourself. You're alone. There's a cloud of the water remains calm. So you're, you're finding your balance. Um, you think, but there's this cloud, mm-hmm. um, and you think to yourself, we're all deserving something more. I deserve more than, than what I had. Okay. You turn the corner. It's in the cars of destiny, but you're filling the nights with the love of a girl. And then so, it, that, that phrase of, of a girl, meaning like, it's just, it's just multiple. Like it just, yeah, you're just, you're searching for the love with, with girl after girl after girl. Um, and that is its home. So it's a little bit of a, of a sarcastic, um, facetious chorus. And then, so you got the, the line, um, "Time to plant seeds of reconstruction." So that's two ways: like you're you're reconstructing your life, you think, or it's like the seeds are like <laughs> like sperm. Yeah, you know, there's two different ways to go there. Sure. Um, I want to kiss everyone I see pretty obvious. It's instilled to want to live and not, not just to live And to your point, you know, with the children living versus surviving, you know, to want to live, like to live your life, to like really go and enjoy yourself, um, to want to live. Uh, and then you have this kind of like, I guess, reflective, um, verse here. Every inch between us becomes light years now, probably in a similar way to you, how you said it. Yeah. Why fight? Forget it. I'll see you on the other side. Like, next time i'm i'm not going to bother with that i can't go back to that i have to look forward next time i see you we'll both be dead kind of thing uh and then that ending is just kind of like it's sort of like the um the the ending of of parting ways as it is as i, I didn't yeah. use the drifting away part there but that I was what i thought part.
2: would be a nice title just drifting away
1: i thought about that yeah that might that might work um so it's kind of like it, it's it's almost an unhappy um ending but it is vague I guess it could be happy as well but but the thing is you have it and I'm sure many of you guys out there have had these relationships where you think it's going to be amazing it doesn't work out you're a little bitter you're hurt you're un, unfocused and so you don't know how to respond to that and then you 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 think that you're confident that you know that this is the right way to go and all it does is actually it's just hollow your plan is hollow and it's not yeah. actually fulfilling with anything. And that's kind of where where it goes here. So um in the same way that Eddie took his story about his, you know, uh stepfather and and kind of tweaked it and kind of changed it around and that became alive. Mm. This was kind of like, I guess, sort of my story. And then I completely like hyperbolized it and is that even a word? Uh, <laughs> you know, just spun it way away from the truth to make it a story. But yeah, they, I guess drifting away would be the would be the would be the, be the uh, title. Working, yeah. title. A working, working title. So working title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let I'll let Eddie rename it for me. Nice. <laughs> so I'm trying to think here. Some of the songs. I mean, nothing as it seems. Obviously. Yeah, Break I had uh,
2: parting ways in, in mine as well. I had. Break which songs Fall. didn't
1: you pull from? Because I think it's just uh, soon forget for me. I didn't
2: pull anything from soon forget. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. I did. Uh. Yeah, you did. I know. I wanted to. Uh, I didn't pull from rival or grievance love the I girl. Yeah. I didn't pull from insignificance or nothing as it seems or evacuation. I think I pulled from God's Dice. I'd have to go back and look.
1: But I think uh, you did. I think you did. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I think there's just three songs I didn't pull from, but yeah, an interesting exercise. Thank you, Static Attic. Um, I'm interested to go back now and do our next part of this series at some point. Uh, from the other from the other albums, but this was fun. Uh, if you guys have your own version of this, uh please comment uh it 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 felt daunting at first, and then it, I had all the tabs open of all the song lyrics, and you'll just know, yeah. like that copy and paste, copy and paste, and then you kind of move them around like little little pieces and uh all of a sudden before I knew it, an hour had passed and it was done. Yeah. so uh, let us know what you guys think of ours and uh again, like I said, happy to. To read yours if you are so inclined. Let's then move on to our lyric of the week. Lyric of the week this week. Hey, look at that. It comes from Binaural and it's thin air. Is in
0: a bond. There's a cloud, but-
1: a stone song through and through Paul, something that was so beautiful that Eddie asked the stone if he wanted to sing it. And stone's like, no, 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 I couldn't possibly, I couldn't. Possibly. Mm. Greatest compliment ever, but no, no, no. What do you, what do you make of this second verse from there?
2: It's, it's gorgeous imagery. Um, you know, Byzantine is reflected in our pond. This idea of, of, of a, Something great and glorious, an empire of sorts. Uh, there's a cloud, but the water remains calm. You know this idea that you 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 feel as though, regardless of what's coming, impending doom or, or relationship falling apart, or knowing that this is momentary, it's fleeting. Um, right now, it's calm. You reach in, the sun's fingers clutch the dawn to pass. Uh, this one of the more beautiful lines I think in the catalog as a whole. Even out, it's a precious, precious thing to bear, and I know she's reached my heart in thin air. Um, it, it this this concept of thin air, like rarefied air, thin air. Mm. You know, higher up you go in altitude, and it's harder to breathe as the air thins. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that, that that's an important important thing to consider is just how how suffocating it feels when you're so in, in enamored with someone um, that you you really don't for better or for worse quite frankly um, so I, i've always just loved this set of lyrics and I, I think it's it's an underrated pearl jam track it's one of those songs that uh it kind of has like a cool like that there's a, a johnny cash kind of hmm. country feel to it at times yeah um you know uh, but at the same there's also like a, a, a good 50s vibe to it as well kind of has that like last kiss uh, groove going on to mm-hmm. a degree in certain parts. So I just think it's, it's, it's the kind of Pearl jam song that the band really excels at when they, when they commit to it. And To your point, you know, it, it's a fine achievement on stone's behalf. So much so that Ed was like, Hey man, this, you, you want to take a stab at
1: this? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I mentioned it before stone. Uh, well, Okay. I have a hard time sometimes with coded lyrics. Uh, usually Jeff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for my money, stone can get pretty Jeffy when it comes to the code. Um, I think this kind of approaches that, but it's not that it's not as complex as Jeff, but the, the metaphors here for a long time for me were, were a little hard to kind of figure out. But once it's, it's, Cool though, because once you start on being able to unravel it, you go, "Ooh, I like it even more now that I had to go and work for it." Um, this is a song that I've really, really liked musically since I first heard it 22 years ago. Um, lyrically, I think I knew it was about love. Uh, I mean, you know, that chorus line is a dead giveaway, but I, I think I, I think I didn't really give the verses much thought because my monkey brain could never really decipher those metaphors, as I said, and it's even a little hard for me now, but what I can gather uh, in this verse is it's about understanding that despite moments of, of brilliance or conflict love will carry us on. And I, I think maybe that sun's fingers reaching into the pond past, um, through, through the clouds, the, the Byzantine, you know, uh, it's like their love being able to conquer whatever complexities and diversity there is to your point, a brilliant line. I think the line about it being the precious thing to bear is simply acknowledging how incredible it is that love can do that just simply. It's possible that Stone wrote this song about literally falling in love at high altitude, but probably not. Um,
2: Well, he did say in an interview, he said that I think the stronger your connection with someone, the more chances you can really hurt them. I think right. that's the key to that. You know, you right. put yourself in a situation where something really means something to you and if you lose that situation it can be really painful.
1: And I think it's also, you know, about falling in love through trying circumstances or challenging or challenging environment. You know, to your point, it's hard to breathe yeah. in thin air. You know, I, I watched a documentary recently called 14 Peaks and this guy climbed uh, the highest 14 mountains in the world in 7 months, shattering a world record. What was very apparent is how hard it was to breathe or to really do anything in thin air. So to use that as a canvas for love finding ways is pretty damn cool it, in and of itself. Just that concept and you make that the title of the song and you work back backwards from there. It's a pretty clever way to describe what Stone's describing. So I'm, I'm with you. I've always really enjoyed this song. I've always really, even if I didn't fully understand it, um, I always kind of knew what he was getting at, but li- even if line by line, I was like, huh? I got the gist enough to know that I really enjoyed what he was going for. And the lyric uh the, um, the music is, yeah, I guess it is a bit of Johnny Cash. It's a bit of that kind of that 50s swing. There's like a, my my words are escaping me tonight. My My, my adjectives, but it's, it's got like this, this very humble, um, unique approach to it that I really, really like. And it's not been played nearly enough. I'm going to check right now. Bear with me as I search the internet. So this thing's only been played 42 times. And 42 times in 22 years, 19 of those, basically half were on that binaural tour. So just not enough not enough for my, no. for my for my taste hmm well I'm curious what you guys think about this song uh again hasn't been played a lot so I feel like it's one of those songs that maybe people kind of forget about don't really care about but then again y'all surprise me sometimes curious to see what you think uh let's now get to our live cut of the
0: week Ready?
1: I've cut a thin air going back to the 2000 tour by Newell tour. Where exactly are we going?
2: Well, given the way we talked about this track, is there anywhere else we should be going other than Memphis, Tennessee, Jason? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. August 15, 2000 Memphis. <laughs>
0: Stay as you bear
1: Is another one of those performances that for me is is very much like the studio but a really good version of that everyone is just kind of nailing their parts yeah and i i think it's there are some songs like we said before where the best version of a lives uh, the best live version of a song might just be the best studio performance in the live setting that it could be do you agree with that? Is that why you chose this?
2: Yeah, I, well, th- there—that's part of it. Um, I get Elvis vibes from this track really? sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, like I could. Uh, this is a song Elvis could cover. in oh, May, I, I, I by,
1: <laughs> the way that Ed sings it, I could totally see that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I don't know. It just—I I felt like the the heart of the song, the soul of the song, really came out in this performance. And I maybe it was the setting, maybe not. I don't know. It could be purely coincidental. Maybe I'm just. It, it's all just a conjecture on my part and I'm, I'm adding things that are not there, but uh, it's the version that's always stood out to me that just felt most realized in terms of, of what this song sounds like and, and it's, it's, it's ambitions as a composition. So
1: there we go. Well, guys, that's the episode. Uh, I want to remind you of uh Patreon It is starting in just a couple of days, July 1st. It will go live. If if you want to uh, join that, we are happy to have you. Um, You'll get uh, a couple of episodes of dropping the show per month, the quarterly Q&A, hangout sesh with us, um, exclusive merchandise opportunities. Um, You can help us write the shows, essentially, and and many, many more things. So uh, if you want to, five bucks. And that's it.
2: And if you uh, don't want to, for free, you can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. on And your you can platform
1: say, one star, these guys are asking me to pay money. <laughs> your choice. Uh, I also want to do a, big, a quick shout out. Um, a, a gentleman by the name of Roland got mm. to go on stage in Berlin, Germany, a few days ago at the beginning of Porch. uh what I can surmise is that he is a. I thought it was Rearview Mirror, wasn't it? Well, they start playing Porch. Um, oh, okay, okay, Right, right after they introduce him, so maybe yeah, I, I thought it was RVM too, but, um, so a, a shout out to the band for bringing him up, and, um, you know, hey man, if, if you can go up and hang out with your favorite band, um, that's got to brighten your day, yeah, even in the worst, um, worst times. So hopefully yeah. they put a, a smile on his face. That, that, the. the, the the audience seemed to really elevate um, themselves for Channing's name. Yeah, so that, a great moment um, in the in the the legacy of of Pearl Jam and all, all the great moments that they've had over the years with with fans uh, in this way. This is just another one. So kudos to Roland. Happy for him. And uh, yeah, that's all I want to say about that. That's
2: a lovely, positive way to end the show. tonight. After all
1: this, yes, yeah. <laughs> Let's end on a positive. All right, guys, we will see you next week. And next week, by the way, next week will be the next fan forum. Our friends in the United Kingdom will be joining us. We cannot wait for that. So come back. And when you do, you'll be listening to State of Love and Trust.